0: Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. God, let me turn my notifications off. People are being very selfish and wanting to talk to me. And I'm in a very bad mood today, everybody, so just brace yourself.
1: I think I'm the one that has to brace myself. I'm the one that's got to deal with you. They've just got to listen. <laughs> They've just got to listen. I've got to navigate, angry Gemma. At this point, I don't know if it's because I've got a bit
0: of a cold or if it's my hormones or if it's because I'm cold. All of the above. Or all of the above mixed together. It's the end of the year, so I'm tired. Do you know what I mean?
1: I always feel... I don't think I feel it so much at Easter. And summer is a little bit different. But I always feel at this time of year... Like the wheels start to fall off the last two weeks of term.
0: Yeah.
1: People get ill, everyone's exhausted. You can't have the option. We all know our, you know, there's first signs of a sick bug. I'll keep my kids off school. But I can't because I've got to finish work, I've got to get everything done before Christmas. I've got to get to the post office, I've got to do all the Christmas shopping. And so there's that added thing where in the summer I think it's like oh they're not feeling very well, I'll just keep them home. They can watch some telly. Whereas now it's like no, you can't. You can't. I've got time is ticking, mm. and everyone's just a bit ill and over it. Oh, I'm so fucking
0: over it. I went. Um, I went to the optician yesterday. Mm. And, um. The woman, I blame the lady at the optician because I felt fine. And then she was like, I've been off sick. <coughs> so, you know, obviously, opticians Does get happen- very close, don't they? And like she...
1: Does it happen that coughing. quickly? Huh? Does it happen that quickly?
0: Well, some have like a
1: 24-hour gestation. Yeah,
0: and like... she, So she coughed and then went and put a face mask on which I
1: thought was really helpful. That's really annoying. And I go back I to the this and I get really ranty to Joe about it because he runs his own company. So I feel like finally I can have a conversation with a man at the top that I wanted to have for the entire last 39 years. But I really hate, and I wonder if this happens in other countries. I have a feeling it's like a British thing. Mm-hmm. If you're ill, I don't want to see you in work. Don't go into work. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Don't go into work. Why do we have this awful thing where, like, you have to go into work unless you are dying? Yeah. Because most works have air conditioning or, like, an air filtering system. So you're just sneezing into one thing and it's coming out the vent at your friend opposite. And you're actually losing out. I'd rather have one person off work for 10 days with a bad cold then have person after person after person after person like dominoes. Do you know what I mean? It just really ticks me off that it's like, oh, you're an optician, especially that sort of thing. Yeah. But one so thing, close, if you're, if you're like, a shepherd, then, you know, you're probably not working with a lot of people. But like dentists, opticians, anyone who's going to be right in your face rightfully so obviously an optician you do want them to look at your eye Mm -hmm. but don't come in if you're ill and don't and employers if your person who works for you who does something like that close contact with people send them home just or or say can you actually you shouldn't be working with customers today you still sound a bit coldy maybe you can be in charge of stockroom paperwork yeah invoice phoning customers to book appointments it's just really stupid it's my rant over I've got nothing to give well
0: wrong gout, don't, you,
1: rag. don't you feel the same like why is it yeah I think that- completely agree
0: Absolutely. because I just I was then in that awkward position where I was like I'm now going to get sick yeah, I, I want you to get up and walk out, but I was just polite and sat there and accepted my fate.
1: <laughs> no, you should say, "I'm sorry, I, I don't want to get ill." I just think, yeah, it just really ticks me off. Um, I don't want your illness. Um, I've got a tale.
0: Oh, okay. It's not my tale to tell, but you're going to tell it anyway. I'm going to tell it.
1: Um, how's it spin? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Has there ever been a story that starts any and, um, other way?
0: It wasn't my usual teacher. Anyway, this lovely teacher came in. She's a nice lady. And she went, I can't get on the bike. I've damaged my coccyx. And I was like, oh, ow, ow. And she teaches spin at somewhere else. And the floor got that sweaty. She slipped over and did a proper banana
1: skin. What is wrong with people? <laughs> so myself. It's like a what local leisure centre
0: where she did it, like so council run. And I thought, that's
1: like, that's really bad. That's proper injury at work. Have you suffered yeah. an injury at work? Yeah, I know, I know. And I, I felt so
0: sorry for her. She's kind of like, she's that's her job. Her job is obviously a fitness instructor. So she's, she teaches like I don't know how they, I don't know how these people do it. Teach all these classes all the week, but when you've got an injury, can't work. Which is like, and um, it's like a follow-on from the lady at the opticians. She Ooh. could work. She's just coughing in everyone's eyes.
1: Straight into the eyeball.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I just felt, I just felt, I just felt really sorry for her, and I thought, oh my god, that's an occupational hazard,
1: that really isn't it? Yeah, that's a lot of sweat, though. Yeah, I mean, that's- you need to. You're sweating that much onto the floor I feel like you should be putting more towels down you you need to be I feel like everyone should be responsible for their own bodily fluids I also think
0: that if there was a clever person all the spin studios in the whole country right attach them to some sort of generator let's start feeding it back into the national grid (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah because like you generate watts. That's like your thing. You see if you can what wattage can you pump out over the next three minutes, get your watts as high as possible. You've got you 30 people. Yeah.
1: What? You should at least get free membership where it gets you could you could all think of all the spin classes. They could be powering that leisure center. I, I'm Keep just thinking classroom. like it,
0: it's a no brainer, really. I mean, who do I need to email? head of the national grid or who's the yeah. who's the member of parliament for
1: like energy well, I wouldn't bother with the parliament <laughs> I'm now starting to just pretend that doesn't exist yeah um I just thought it's it's an absolute for me yeah, yeah that's like well, that's a that's phrase Howard <laughs> and Brave, <laughs> for PM picking
0: the low hanging fruit it's hey. that sort
1: of thinking that would really tap us down as the top prime ministers ever, I think.
0: What else generates what? Like, what else? We've got spin bikes.
1: Well, you could do the whole gym. I mean, if there's someone on a treadmill. Yeah, we should start writing a manifesto down. Treadmill, spin bikes. Meanwhile, I'm over there capping footballers' pay, (laughs) redistributing it. Oh, and also
0: cap- I'm I'm making it like illegal, like properly illegal, to park on a pavement so you can't get so no one can get a boogie through, right? If, if yeah. when I'm Prime Minister, anyone, anyone parking on a pavement so a boogie can't get past, you're out of here.
1: Also, um I am going to cap CEO bonuses. Yeah. And I say that as married to a CEO who doesn't Mm -hmm. get a bonus, but I would like him to. But the energy bosses, bonuses, uh uh-uh. Royal Mail, ooh, the bonus is going on there whilst other people are striking. The postman's striking because he doesn't get paid enough, but the bonuses going on at the top are into the millions. It's just silly. So I'll be doing a lot of capping while you're plugging into the grid, leisure centers across the world. I'm going to be pissing people off left, right and center. (laughs) Maximum pay for a footballer. I don't know what, 300,000 a year.
0: Well, I I think maybe 500,000 a year. Don't go going too hard.
1: But why? Why do they need 500,000 a year?
0: Just like you know, just ease them into
1: it, <laughs> otherwise, it's, it's going to be too much of a shock. And female footballers paid the same, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're talking of football, who, who thought we'd ever say that?
0: Uh, no, no. What's that? I, well, I went to the nail place last Friday, um, Ooh. last Friday, and um, Korea were playing. Someone, I mean, I want to say Morocco, but I don't think it was. Anyway, it was like a nail biter of a game. Yeah. And everybody in the nail bar was supporting Korea, right? The lady who was doing my nails had just been, had just come back from the World Cup. She'd been to Qatar. She had her nails done. Like, she had to show me all the photographs. Absolutely the wrong time to go and get your nails done. It's a precision job right yeah when nobody was concentrating <laughs> like every every couple of minutes they're like oh, oh, oh,
1: oh like that also like, was it a bit like when you've asked your husband to give you a a back rub or something and then you have to keep moving to when they stop were well, you a bit like
0: i all i could i, I was really happy for them because they went through i was really happy for them and and i didn't say anything but all i could think was please don't smash my nails please don't smash my nails <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll be happy for you on your own, Tom. At the moment, <laughs> my nails are taking priority, thanks.
0: <laughs> I was just really stressed because all I thought is, my God, if they lose, she's going to be in a really bad mood and my nails are going to look out like shit.
1: Angry, angry face nails. But they look good.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, she did a good job. And then um, and then, whilst they were drying, they'd only, only take a minute to dry. I had to sit there for at least 15 minutes while she showed me all the photographs of her and Katta which were lovely, and I'm sure would have been lovely if you were her friend and knew her. But um, <laughs> I needed to get to M&S, so I'm like, oh, that's, nice. lovely, love, lovely. Lovely. Oh, no more. I could, oh, hold on, I'm going to go onto Facebook. I've got more on my Facebook account. I'm like, yeah. oh, nice, that's a nice dress. It's from River Island.
1: Yeah, okay. Nice. We went to um, South Africa once, and we flew there, Turns out I was pregnant. I couldn't work out why I was so tired, but I was like a couple of weeks pregnant. And um, well, no, I was about six weeks pregnant. Anyway, the um, we arrived. We flew there. We arrived. Got picked up from the airport. Um, we drove for hours, and then we arrived at our friend's aunt and uncle's house, a farm in the middle of nowhere, where they showed us on the tv a slideshow of some of their holiday snaps i can't even remember where they were where they'd been yeah. some of them weren't even the right way round, so you had to turn your head sideways and joe joe kept nodding off we were knackered <laughs> she kept saying to joe joe are you bored joe was like no it's lovely seeing you i've never met you before but now we're doing a slideshow of your holiday snaps
0: why do people do that laundrettes if you are a laundrette that does that why
1: but also I don't think I ever look at my I don't think I ever look at my own holiday photos sorry my dogs my dogs are going in and out um I don't think I ever look at my own holiday photos do you know what I mean you take photos and then you don't really look at them that Um, much let alone, well, I mean, obviously, these people did. They had a slideshow set up. I've got a question. Yeah. Top three
0: Christmas songs.
1: Oh, good one. Good one. I bet ours are completely different. Yeah. Uh, top three Christmas songs. Um, mine, <laughs> okay. Um, oh holy night Is that yours as well? One, one of them, yeah, um I did really like Carol of the Bells, yeah, that it's been a bit overdone, and my kids at their last school got taught the different parts, mm-hmm. so now the little buggers since about September will sing it in the back of the car, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they slightly put me off it, but I do really like it. And I do really like Somewhere in my memory, whatever that's called. And then but I do like my cheesy one. Mm. Merry Christmas War Is Over by John Lennon. Oh no, that's one of my worst. One of my worst, worst one is um fucking Paul McCartney simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> It's my favorite. How can
0: it be your favorite? There's I
1: like the bit very specifically when he goes, oh, oh. literally, I've oh, my dogs put more effort into a Christmas song than that. So he's I like, literally that. like I can make what's the maximum amount of money you can make as a musician? Christmas song, right? Yeah. Guaranteed play yeah. every year. What Paul McCartney's done is he's come up with like basically one line. And, a, right. and got someone he knows on a on a bell and a keyboard. Like, not even a proper Paul McCartney keyboard. He's clearly just got one of his kids' keyboards. Like yeah, a well, little
0: Yamaha. But also, I like it because... Um, what's her name? His wife?
1: Because he did his it with She's in it. Well, she's in lots of ones. Um, okay. Lots of shit.
0: okay. So, I like... A Spaceman Came Travelling by Christopher. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, this is going to go
0: over three, right? Maybe <laughs> it's cold outside, specifically the version of Caris Matthews and Tom Jones.
1: Oh, <laughs> I was literally like, about to say, that one's okay as long as it's not the Keris Matthews one. Um, Power of Love, I think it goes to Hollywood. I like that. Hang on. That's not a Christmas song.
0: It is. What? Power of Love, I think. Sing it. The power of love. A voice. Not from, a Christmas I'll protect song. you from the hooded claw. Keep the vampires from your door. And be around my death defying love for you. It might not be. That's a not a Christmas song. song. Um, Stay Another Day by E17. You told me three. Yeah, well, I've got a list. I've got a list. 2,000 miles by The Pretenders. Oh, is it 5,000? 2,000. 500? 2,000 miles by The Pretenders. So I would...
1: 2,000 miles. Two you miles. would have loved... I did a Christmas fair last Thursday evening. That, and I thought, what the fuck is this playlist? That now I realise they were just hoping you were going to turn up. Um, Lonely This Christmas by Mud. Driving Home for Christmas um, by Chris Rea.
0: I really don't like Fairy Tale of New York. I No, don't... it's not festive.
1: It's about I also feet. think it's, it's been done. It's been done. I quite like the 2000. I also like Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. I think we talked about that last year. But
0: an honorary mention has to go to Taylor Swift Christmas Tree Farm. Because I, I in particularly like the intro. Um, oh, uh, that, so that's. Hmm. I also Christ- like Christmas Time by the Darkness. Remember that one? Oh,
1: God. Don't let the bells end. Christmas time. You know, I mean, that was just men trying to get bellend into a song and it's terrible they played that twice Uh, they played it every christmas fair i've been to and i've thought who actually likes this song little did i know someone i know very well actually likes the song um stop the cavalry i like that as well
0: <laughs> no, that's the terrible. the cavalry? wish it was a home for
1: Christmas <laughs> <laughs> oh no I like but we've talked about this before when we were talking about Christmas movies I really like my favorite Christmas CD is one that I've got that's Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole and Frank Sinatra songs yeah no yeah, I'm a vintage Christmas girl. Have you ever seen The Holiday? No. Right.
0: Well, I've got a question for the laundrettes because I watched The Holiday, like I said I was going to do. You loved it. I love The Holiday. Right. Now, I have a question. They
1: too, aren't they?
0: No, that was a hoax. Oh. The question I have is this, right? In The Holiday, Jack Black and Kate Winslet fall in love, right? Oh. And Cameron Diaz and Jude Law... Don't really like him. Fall in love. No. So they have this big love. They all fall in love. But they don't spend Christmas Day together. What are Cameron and Kate doing on Christmas Day? Because they can really skip that bit.
1: They go from Christmas Eve to like Betwixtmas. Betwixtmas is my favourite time of year.
0: So no, what are they doing? I can I just imagine Cameron and Kate just being really lonely on Christmas Day in a house on their own.
1: Maybe they like it. Mm. So
0: that's a question one: I'd in... like to hear theories from the laundress. When when do they fall in love? So, but the, the plot is that Cameron she Cameron Diaz finds out she lives in Hollywood, finds out that her hus- um, her boyfriend has been having an affair, like really close to Christmas. And Kate Winslet lives in London in a beautiful cottage in and Surrey, and she um, finds out that the man she's been in love with for years is getting engaged to someone else. So right. they both do a house swap. They don't know each other. Like they go. How on, do
1: they find each other?
0: They like go on a house swap website, right? And so Cameron Diaz ends up in snowy, sorry, and yeah. Kate Winslet ends up in sunny Hollywood. And yeah. then Cameron Cameron Diaz meets Jude Law, who's Kate Winslet's brother in the film. And Kate Winslet meets Jack Black, and they fall in love. And they sort of like <laughs> fall in love like a week before Christmas and they're like in love and then no one spends Christmas together and then come New Year's Eve they're all declared their love for each other and are all in the same room in in London at Jude Law's house um partying together as a foursome
1: well I think this is quite a good segue Gemma right Because there will be laundrettes who are spending Christmas alone. Oh, yes. You've spent Christmas alone. A lot of my friends who are co-parenting have this horrible thing. And perhaps there's laundrettes there who don't have other family to spend it with. Now, as someone who has been married to the same person and been with the same person for nearly 20 years and... um, has the loudest children on the planet and lives down the road from my mum. I have not had to spend Christmas on my own and in my head. And I'm also quite happy on my own. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, a people person. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are your tips for Christmas day on your own? Because it can be tempting to just wallow in despair and sadness. And I'm sure that that's possibly what you did. But um, now you've the benefit of hindsight. So Christmas Eve was bad. Is that worse than Christmas Day
0: almost? No. So the boys went to their dad's Christmas Eve lunchtime. Christmas Eve was bad. And it was so bad that I refused to go around to my mum and dad's because I was just that depressed. Right. So I went and got a takeaway for one. It was literally like a scene from Bridget Jones. I, I, It was. It was the only time in my life that I've come close to resembling that. I walked down to the local Chinese takeaway on Christmas Eve, got myself a takeaway for one, got a bottle of white wine and trudged back to my little house and just sat there. And that was all right. Once I'd settled in, I got my takeaway, a couple of wines in. I was all right, right? Yeah christmas morning was absolutely horrendous now i know i'm not going to give anybody any hope this is not this is i'm not being helpful in any way it was just it was just awful it was awful yeah waking up in a house on your own on christmas day was probably one of the lowest times of my whole life and then i went and picked the boys up at lunchtime on christmas day and what i did was i spent all christmas morning getting ready and sort of distracting myself and and then my christmas didn't start so like really like one o'clock on christmas day but if i was to do it again i still would do the takeaway and wine on christmas eve because that was actually quite once i got my head around it that's quite good um I actually don't know what I'd do. I think what I would actually do. What I think I'd do. I'd probably sign up for one of them like Santa dips. You oh, know, so like funny. you know, like when you like Christmas morning, you all go and like jump into a lake dressed as Father Christmas. Ah, uh, yeah. I'd probably sign up for something like that. Where I was because the worst thing was, was there was no one there and it was really quiet. So I think I'd sign up. Which is, I'm like you. I'm. I love my own company normally. But that was yeah. just a different level. Yeah,
1: what? yeah, yeah. It's a whole different thing. I, I was going to say, I think doing something for your, like favourite movie, favourite movie, takeaway. I'd probably have, a, I can't drink white wine, it makes me angry. And I don't drink anymore. But if I did, I would have like a bottle of champagne.
0: Yeah, something nice for you. Like, do you know what
1: I'd have? I'd have a bottle of Lidl's Carver unbeatable the best drink anyway I'd have a bottle of little carver probably a pizza for me
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'd light a fire I'd snuggle in and I would try and focus on things like I can I can watch this movie Mm -hmm. I can have a lion as you say like your Christmas started once you got the kids yeah and I would be, and I would probably do things like the teapot next to the kettle, my favorite mug. And I would give myself like a morning in bed with my book because I'm a reader, but you could have a morning in bed with your podcast, cup of tea. Do you just know I mean? I'd, I think a bit of. I I, I, complete, I don't want to sound really patronising because obviously I haven't been in that situation, but I think the thing is, it's so easy to resign yourself to the fact that it's going to be shit. And it is. It's going to be shit. But you can make it the best kind of shit. Or
0: go to church. I, might, I, I, was, might... talking, was, I, I was talking to you
1: about it the other day. I got out the other day of my car and our <laughs> village shop is opposite the church. And I'm not religious at all but life was feeling so overwhelming I had so much going on it's obviously sick bug time of year so for me I'm in constant like I constantly have butterflies because I'm so worried about sick bugs Mm -hmm. and I went to the church it was dark and the lights were on and I thought I totally get it I totally I'm not one of these agnostics who can't who's really disparaging about I totally get religion I think it must be lovely I think quite a lot of people use religion to be a twad which is different but I just looked at it and I thought if you go into there no one's going to make you do anything no one's going to expect anything from you Mm. it's quiet Mm. it's calm it's that churches are usually just incredible buildings anyway and I thought god it's it's like I was saying the other week about smoking like if you smoke at work you get a break you get a legitimate break that if you're a non-smoker you don't get as a non-smoker you can't really go and stand outside for five minutes every 20 minutes and it's the same if you belong to a religion that has building like that it is an amazing place to be able to just go and they do have an incredible feeling and I think quite often people are a bit like oh I don't of course I wouldn't go to church and I hate religion and whatever and I get that but yeah I think it could be a really nice thing if you're like I'm gonna go to church I'm gonna sit at the back I'm gonna wrap up warm but like some Christmas songs be with people most people are in a good mood on Christmas day. I always say to, if I've got clients who are struggling with anxiety about, about social stuff and I say, you know, and they're going to a wedding, I'm always like, no one goes to a wedding to have a shit time. Everyone goes to a wedding to have a good time, really. And so that's a really nice social situation to walk into if you're anxious. And it's sort of the same. If you're going to go to church, going to church on Christmas Day, everyone's going to be at their nicest.
0: And also, and uh, doing full circle, <clears throat> um, in the Home Alone film, that's where Macaulay Culkin sees the man who he was scared of in the church because mm-hmm. his daughter's granddaughter's singing.
1: Granddaughter's singing. He's not allowed to see her. It's the only time he gets to see her. So when What's she's singing.
0: What's been your positive of the week? I feel like this is my... Uh, I feel like if this podcast was a song this episode it would have been in the minor key.
1: Uh yeah it would it would be a minor. Yeah.
0: Go
1: um, on positive. <laughs> I did something kind for myself this week okay. and I'm quite proud of myself because I'm not very good at that. I had my friend staying for two weeks. She's lovely. She's a whirlwind of chaos. She's she didn't know what she's doing. She didn't ever tell me what she was doing. So I didn't know when she was here, when she was not here. She got two kids. It was a lot. And um I knew that I would be taking her to the Gatwick Airport. It was very near you, Gemma. Um, took her to Gatwick Airport, I had to leave here at three AM on Monday morning to take them to the airport, which is why I didn't pop by. So I saw the sign for Seven Oaks at seven AM. I thought no, nah, it wouldn't really. have been a popular decision. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I and I'd booked myself a day off I was like I'm not going to expect anything of myself on Monday I have been someone's emotional support for two weeks I've been available for them to them for two weeks I've got up at three in the morning I'm going to allow myself a complete day off if I want to spend the day in bed I will and it was Perfect. I didn't beat myself up for not doing stuff. I just had a day off. It rarely, rarely happens. That was my positive of the week. What's your positive of the week, Gemma Bray? Uh,
0: it was my wedding anniversary on Monday. Mike and I went in to London, and how many we- years? Nine. And well, lucky we uh, we um went to this place, and we ordered. We ordered did you- what we thought kimchi, was. Did you? No, we ordered what we thought. Well, it said t- port tasting menu, port tasting menu, and it said small um portions, or whatever of port, yeah. right, servings. Yeah. No, that's not what happened. What happened was the waiter turned up with fucking wine glasses full of port, six each. I love port. Yeah, I yes, mean, port's port. nice. Yeah, yeah, six each. That was the train journey home. I felt so dizzy. I only had two. Mike had to have mine for me. He was bad the next day. Because he couldn't drink them. I was like, Mike, just leave them. No, can't, can't waste it.
1: But we had a nice time. So that was my positive. Um, Was it nice? And was it, and you went to Covent Garden and Covent Garden at this time of year is festive and twinkly.
0: Yeah, Covent Garden was beautiful. We had um, a drink in a bar that everything had avocado in it <laughs> so i had an avocado margarita and mike had an avocado martini <laughs> i mean i don't reckon. how that. was that huh how was that it just tasted like guacamole was it avocado oil no it was like avocado like you know you can put avocado in a smoothie the way it of yeah um Everything right. I'm not sure what so right. We sat down and they brought us a bowl of tortilla chips and some guacamole. Oh, nice.
1: That's nice. Yeah, which was
0: lovely. And then they gave and then they gave it us a drinks menu. Me and we didn't realise we were in a bar that was just avocado themed until we were looking at the drinks menu and we we're like, yeah, on your menu got avocado in it, or have I got the avocado menu? <laughs> what, what's going on? And it's like, no, everything's for avocado in it. It's called Avo Bar or something like that. Ah, uh, why everything's green there's pictures of avocados everywhere. It's the only place that had seats. Everywhere else was. <laughs> and I know oh, we found out why. It's like fifteen quid for an avocado cocktail. It's like,
1: did oh, you become God. really northern? <laughs> it's not right. Did you become very northern about it? Like, it's, it's not right. I've only just got on board with avocados. This is not right. I don't want Uh, it in my drink.
0: Avocado pear in in my uh, my (laughs) no, thank you. No, thank you. What would Peter Kay say about that? Talking a witch this time in this next Friday. I I will be
1: Peter Kay. My friend went. (gasps) Don't tell me. Did they have a nice time? I don't know. I'm going to see. Well, it's a but it's a Christmas present for Joe but he doesn't know about it. uh Kevin James Thornton. do you know who he is? No he's very funny. uh Google him. Oh. he talks a lot about the fact that he's a gay guy growing up in a fundamentalist Christian Church in the 90s. <laughs> it's really funny anyway.
0: okay well' we will we'll speak to you all next week. Say goodbye Chiffy. Bye.